Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Ford and Dr. Drew. Here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather round the radio. It's time for this life. Children of all ages. (laughs) Children of all ages. Yeah. Gather around the camp, the the fireplace, turn the radio on. Oh, wait a minute. People are listening to this on their phone on the way home from work in their car. The only thing about working with Steve O is you don't have to introduce him because everyone knows his voice right away. Oh, Steve O's on this one. Yeah, there you go. So you were in, but Uh, every time I see him, I think of Barnum and Bailey Circus. Yeah. Sure. Well, the the one. Hey, producer, be quiet. We're, 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 we're already on air. We're podcasting. We're broadcasting uh, live. You know, you know. Every time, not every time. That one of the first times. Uh, maybe the last time you're on the radio, Steve goes. God damn it! Everyone wants me to be on their fucking podcast. Everyone's got a goddamn <laughs> podcast. And when I heard that she had booked, you, I'm like, oh no! Well, no, stop. I felt so guilty. Yeah, you're completely exempt from that. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're completely exempt. But from I felt that. the same way because I was being asked to do stuff too. I'm like, God, he is so right. It's just oh, dude, yeah. it's. It, I mean, it, 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 we've reached a point in the world. Where that's just like the most annoying question. Like, let me <laughs> be on your podcast because every schmuck has one. So it's like, oh, you know, I, I made myself a little rule. I won't be on it unless I've heard of it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I keep breaking the rule. <laughs> <laughs> For instance, today. <laughs> so. I, I, like, you know, like you're, you're exempt. I, I love both of you guys so much. This was a, a no brainer. Well, I appreciate it. So uh, you've been flying all over the place, man. Where are you going? I have, man. I mean, of course, I'm still traveling with my comedy tour, and that's uh, going strong. I'm like real happy doing that. Um, they, all U.S. Or are you going? Uh, um, I have been uh, a little bit of Canada and like all U.S. Uh, I understand that I'll be going to the U.K. and Europe coming up pretty soon. Good. But uh, but yeah, we just went on a surf trip to Madagascar, which was something else. Who, a bunch of friends? Just uh, me and a couple sober guys. Yeah. We, like, we do that. You Madagascar is like where the lemurs are and stuff, right? That's right. Yeah, we fed lemurs. We discovered that they eat like slobs. Really? That was the funny thing. Yeah, they Primate. really... Once I said that, then the, the video of them eating the bananas is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to... For some reason, I was trying to find an old video of you. My son and I got some conversation about something. I don't know how we got into it. And I found myself saying, well, how about when Steve-O got crapped on by the elephant? Oh, right. <laughs> and I couldn't find it. 
Ah man, there, there's a still shot. I can I can send it to you. <laughs> no, no, because <laughs> it's a, because the comedy was he got peed on, then crapped on, and then vomits. <laughs> so, right, and and oh, uh, you threw up, of course. Yeah, we were in India, um, and uh, it, we were filming something or other. But then here, the uh, elephant just proceeded to pee. <laughs> And, well, and, and, and I forget if I was instructed to or if I just dove <laughs> under it, but I just kind of like got under it. And so it's peeing on me and like it's really funny. And then like it pooped at the same you, time. Well, you started, you started like, he started like drowning. <laughs> so you tried to make an escape via the rear. And, <laughs> 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 right. And then, uh, uh, Pretty heavy and, and, the poop, and, right? You knocked him down. And then I tackled our, our director, Jeff Tremaine. <laughs> he was, uh, pretty upset with me. Where is everybody? Are you guys still hanging out or? Um, a few of the other guys, actually five of the other guys, just completed uh, an Eastern Canada tour where they're all doing stand-up, telling jackass stories. That was Wee Man, Pontius, Preston Lacey, Danger Aaron, and Dave England. I think I saw a picture of Pontius. Maybe his Pontius looked, looked really good. Pontius Real looks great. Yeah, He's, uh, I don't know how because... <laughs> uh -oh. I was hoping there was a reason. <laughs> right. Uh, no, but it's good. You know, Pontius, I think all, all the guys are, are uh, doing reasonably well. You know, I mean, we worry about Bam, of course, but I saw Bam recently. He wasn't in, he wasn't in terrible shape. Good. Yeah. So here's the thing about you guys. That you, you really invented something. Or reinvented a 20s kind of thing is what I always thought. First time I saw it, I always tell the story. First, I didn't know anything about this jackass thing. I didn't watch MTV. I'm at this fundraiser, and they say, oh, these two oh, guys I are going to introduce one. the Chili Peppers. And I thought I was, or Robert <laughs> Downey was, or something. And I'm like, who are these two guys? Him and Johnny. And they go up there, and Steve, I stapled my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I stapled my nuts to my leg. I was standing ten feet away from it, and it was like, "What did that guy just do? <laughs> Why is he doing that?" <laughs> yeah, that that that, that was. Uh, you that were was not sober then. I was not. I was not. <laughs> Even though I like, I have no problem stapling my nuts to my leg in sobriety. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I mean, it's got to really be for a pretty good reason. Thing. That's now copied by so many things because Elvis is five now, going to be six. Okay. Yeah, my little son. Sure. We went to the Nitro Circus thing, right? Well, With those guys. guys they, he, they were a long time ago. Those, yeah. yeah, those guys, like, that's just X Games stuff. You know, you, you can't uh, say that they're not and doing their own thing, you know. But it's right, right, I should say they're, 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 that's not That's not jackass derivative. You know, I mean, there are. There are. Uh, their show certain, is. When they're jumping over things in their backyard, and all right? That kind but of they're stuff. just on such a uh, higher level. I mean, they're they're so much more intense. Like we were always like really kind of silly and goofy, and those guys are like heavy duty motocross, like super athletes. Yeah, yeah, those guys are far more athletic than we ever were. Where'd you get the idea? What for jackass? Yeah, yeah. where'd that come from? Uh, I mean, it just kind of came simply from. Uh, Growing up on a skateboard, skateboarding. The skateboard led me yeah. to the video camera, and um, I uh, wasn't that great at skateboarding, and I, and I just felt inclined to uh, put down the skateboard, and but not the video camera. Steve went to clown school. I know uh -huh. yeah. Barnum and Bailey. Initially, um, I was at the University of Miami, uh, right out of high school, and I just couldn't bring myself to go to class and. Um, Instead, I'd go to the pool, the, the, the University of Miami Olympic pool. And I, got re I really kind of fell in love with learning like to do sort of different terrible flips on the diving boards and stuff. And then uh, 
I just started looking at, at uh, apartment buildings and stuff and, and, and bridges. and Uh-oh. So I took what I learned on the diving board, and then I, I went and started climbing on roofs and going for pools and off bridges and stuff. And it was when my buddies, who were actually NCAA divers, you know, diving for the University of Miami, saw me come back with a video doing like flips into like really shallow pools. Uh-oh. And they would they wince. They're like, oh, my God, Uh-oh. you're crazy. Like... And and that really like I felt like wow if these guys, uh, if these guys are impressed out. or they're yeah. freaked out then I'm really onto something and that put a lot of wind in my sails, and so I was just dead set on uh, pursuing just being a maniac with a video camera and that was it. And, and the clown school came after that. Yeah, because I had dropped out of the University of Miami to pursue. Uh, had you dropped out or had they asked you to leave? They asked me to leave. <laughs> So he dropped out. <laughs> well, they asked me to leave the dorms. And I, <laughs> that made it a little tougher to go to class. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, so I don't know. I was like kind of homeless for a while on the way out of the University of Miami. And, um, Did you tell your dad? I didn't talk to my dad at all for uh, uh, like six months, and I and I was like, "You're avoiding that, or, or is he- well, I just like uh, I, I, it was just kind of a pride thing. I yeah. was sort of ashamed yeah. of myself." Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I, 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 uh, I certainly didn't ha- have it in me to ask him to support me when I felt like, you know, uh, I'm not really doing anything that he would sanction. Yeah. So I can't ask him to, to pay me to be a piece of crap. That's what I was shocked. Like, you're so respectful of your dad. I love. My I wish dad. you could sure. encourage more of your followers to be <laughs> respectful of their dad because it is Father's Day, and you've always like even back then in the probably I can't imagine uh, how crazy you were at twenty years old, but you were still so thoughtful towards your dad. And well, I noticed that when we first became friends, right. he's so thoughtful and, and it's respectful. Not like his, it's not like his dad is like Bob Dylan. His dad's more like John McCain. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've met his dad. Right, my dad's hilarious, um, but it was tough because uh, I, I had like I was too. Was ashamed. it fear was or too, was it shame? It wasn't. It was shame. It was. I was just too ashamed to pick up the phone to call him, and and uh, also it's like, what am I going to tell him? Like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I've got the government testing drugs on me, like uh, you know, in somewhere in Texas. Just <laughs> making a little buck here now. Yeah, that was having like these crazy drugs. Because the medical studies that you get into, the more dangerous they are, the more they pay, and so. I was having. <laughs> How did you find out about that? Uh, I just uh, there was some guys, uh, some guys I knew that, that had had done it before. So we found out about this medical study where they were testing drugs for pigs and cows on people. Uh, oh it was God. so ridi- it was so ridiculous. How much dangerous. would something like that pay? It? Just in two grand. An- what, Two grand? What, 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 how like, long? I, initially, it was supposed to be fifteen hundred, I, I believe, and. Um, and it was ten days for fifteen hundred, I think. The target of the study was to for um, they were going to give give it to us, and, and um, they just wanted to give it give us the drug until somebody's resting heart rate reached one hundred and fifty beats per minute, <laughs> which is pretty good, you know. Uh, it's pretty pretty intense. And and and, and um, as we reached the end of the study. The uh, we weren't getting there, and so they said, "Hey guys, you know, like there were only six of us. Normally, studies have way more people, but it was like super dangerous, and it paid a lot of money. So there were only six of us, and they said, "Hey guys, uh, are you okay with us extending the study so we can give you more of the drug <laughs> to get to where we want you to be, and uh, we'll give you an extra five hundred bucks?" So, you know, two oh grand. my god! Dude. And uh, I, I think that that made it go from ten days to twelve days, and uh, you know, I mean, hey, it was great. Did you hit one thirty? 
Dude, I, I, it turned out, have like the strongest heart. Yeah. They had us on an ultrasound with the, like the, you know, whatever, like with the, the monitor babies and stuff. But this was like even more high tech, such that the blood that was entering the heart was, was red. red yeah, and was as blue. it came out of the heart, yeah, it was blue. It was it, the other way around, blue and then red. Yeah. Right. It, did, it could detect the, the oxygenated yeah. blood. Yeah. Like, it was unbelievable. And, um, so uh this is what you're doing. Funny is Drew says, no, it's the other way around. <laughs> so great. I love I love This Drew. is what you're doing after you dropped out of school. Yeah. I, I mean fair, fairly I dropped out in Human no, guinea pig. I dropped out in November and the plan was to go get a job at uh the uh, ski resort in Squaw Valley, uh in Lake Tahoe. Yeah, Squaw Valley Ski Resort and, and they weren't it wasn't, get it wasn't snowing. To Squaw Valley. How are you Well I, I jumped in the van with this this buddy. We had six <laughs> we had six hundred bucks between us. We got in the van in Miami and we drove all the way to, to Northern California to start a new life. And uh <laughs> and, and it wasn't snowing when we got there. So the, we hooked up this other guy, we caravaned to Steamboat Springs, Colorado. And one of us got the job there, you know, and, and I was like cleaning the meat room in the supermarket and, and it's just and the other guy. And we, we drove from there to Austin, Texas to do the medical study. study. Yeah, we got there and <laughs> we got there and uh, we had to apply to get in. And we were just like sleeping on a roof in uh, like a rooftop and, and except when it was raining. And then we were like behind this abandoned Chinese restaurant. <laughs> so like we were homeless in the streets for two weeks waiting to get into the, to the study. I think more kids need to do that. Drew. Right. <laughs> I right. swear to God. I, I, if, if, if we, if for any reason I didn't get into the study, I was prepared to push a shopping cart through Austin, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my life. You could have formed a band. There was a lot of bands it, it in was, Austin. It, it was so, uh, well, no, I couldn't do anything. I was not. Let's, <laughs> let's, what you were saying, what Bob was saying is, you know, we're dealing with all these young kids right now that have zero motivation. Right. What's the difference? Uh, dude, I, I was I was so good at being homeless. Like, but I mean, like, what was what was drive? What what's well, missing for them that was driving the adventure, you? The thing, the Jack Kerouac thing. I, I guess like, I don't I don't know. I mean, for me, it was like, it was like, it's like the life force. I can't is out imagine of the any of the kids I deal with who are usually nineteen to twenty six. You said, get in the van, we're going to Lake Tahoe. They'd be like, right. why, why, <laughs> what? what do I got to call do my mom. I got to text my mom. I used to, I, I remember I remember stealing books the like used books from the Salvation Army like they're only 25 cents anyway <laughs> and then like and then when I, I would like do backflips for change or whatever you know like, the street yeah yeah for sure I like I, I would scrounge up like 50 cents so I could like go buy that's like, an American success right. story right and there th this is this was the best method for me right like like whatever I would like do tricks in the street for like for some change and then I had like 50 cents I would go uh, to the supermarket with my 50 cents. Now I'd go to the, like, I'd steal a pack of hot dogs, right? But it's not like, you don't want to just steal the pack of hot dogs. What you want to do is you want to make a legitimate purchase. Because that money. way, so you, you stick the hot dogs in, in, in your, your whatever, and then... I'm sure they've never seen this. And, and then you, <laughs> but then you go through the line and you actually buy a 49-cent loaf of bread. You can kind of sense if they're on to you about the hot dogs. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, oh I forgot this. Like, oh, well, no. God, no, you can tell if they're on to you. So you, so you legitimately, buy, like, legitimately buy a loaf of bread, and then I'd walk out, and now I've got the bread and the hot dogs and then I go from the supermarket to the 7-Eleven or the Circle K the and put my, put my hot dogs into their microwave <laughs> <laughs> and get the ketchup and the mustard the ketchup. <laughs> exactly but now wait yeah. a minute there's something, there's something missing from this story 
<laughs> you're still paying for drugs though through all that. No, right? well, no, at that point, no. Just I weed. Mean, not really. You're like weed? Uh, because uh, I actually had flushed out my system because the drug test was part of the the oh, study. The oh, yeah. So I, I and and I was like when we were in Steamboat, it was this like you know. Couch surfing and these poor girls that hadn't let me stay in their apartment. I was drinking so much water to flush the THC out of my system that I peed on their sofa. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but uh, but no, it wasn't. This was this was uh, January of 1994, long time ago, man. I was uh, what 20 years old. Mm. Uh, Wait, no, I was I was still 19. Yeah, I was 19 years old. Like, it wasn't so crazy that uh, I was, you know... I'm just saying... I wasn't so far down more, the line that... I never thought I'd say this, but we need more kids 19 years old that are willing to do stuff like that. Not you. not necessarily criminality, <laughs> but just right. take a chance and go live life. What happened to the old thing from the 50s where you're supposed to join the Peace Corps? Our son's doing what that. What happened to that? Our son's doing that. Well, how uh, come man, it, Americans remember. don't know about that? They do. Nobody's they, doing it. They, in, fact, in fact, the reason he's doing it, he's right now working in an outward bound camp. He's doing kind of the Steve O'Life a little bit. <laughs> no backflips, but... Uh, and he's going to go to Peace Corps because there are no jobs. There's no way to distinguish yourself for business schools or graduate schools because you can't get a job. When I was in um, sober living, at one point, I forget what it was. Like I, I was uh, not convinced that it made sense for me to try to pursue a career in entertainment. I was like, man, here I'm like sobriety, and like you know, got to like sort of you know like yeah. smash the ego. And how can I try and be Steve-O? That's such an ego thing. And, and and I just at one point came up with the idea I'm going to join the Peace Corps. Yeah. And um and I, I got got on their website and stuff and found that it's actually really difficult to get into the. Peace <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Like, it, it, no, it is. I you swear really, it is. It's, it's a it high. You have to really work at it to get in. You had to be a college. You had to be a college graduate yeah. for starters, and then like uh, this and that. They just you, they, well, they want teachers and things mostly. It's a lot right. of right. And and well, we and, and a lower version, out, like a, a Steve well, Bob version. We have to work for. Like workforce America. I, I don't know, but but thank God that they are as uh, sort of exclusive as they are with the Peace Corps because I, I would have been a, one to bail. That's what they don't want is people to sign up and you're supposed to do it for like a whole year. Two years. Two years. Oh, two years, yeah. And 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 people just are like, whoa, this sucks, I'm out. You yeah. know? They want people that are going to actually yeah. stick with it. Right, well, we we take, need we programs take, like that for young people. We have to take a break. All right. All right, back. <laughs> Boom. We're welcoming our new sponsor to the show. They are called Bergamot Mega Plus, and this is actually a supplement, and it's a supplement I can get behind. For the next couple of months, uh, I, I'll be reporting on some of the benefits of this thing. What it is, it's derived from some of the extracts of the bergamot citrus fruit. It's uh, endemic to the Calabria region of Italy. And bergamot is rich in what's called polyphenols. And polyphenols are known to reduce the risk of heart disease. The Italian government actually funded a bunch of research on this. Now, bergamot Mega Plus is a natural, what you would call statin, or in scientific terms, HMG-CoA reductase inhibitor. Much like the medication that we take, but milder, and again, it's a natural source. and has properties that also may lower triglyceride, raise HDL, even more so than a statin. So if you have high cholesterol or lipid issues and you can't tolerate statins, this is something you might really consider. Also, for others, in a nutshell, Bergamet Mega Plus can address conditions faced by millions of Americans worldwide, namely increased abdominal fat, high cholesterol, high blood sugar, high triglycerides, and high blood pressure taken together. That is called the metabolic syndrome. And usually physicians will prescribe pharmaceutical agents, weight loss, that kind of thing. And in this case, Bergamot Mega Plus may offer benefits above and beyond the usual recommendations. Be sure to talk to your doctor. Cardiologists, physicians all over the world have been recommending this product, Bergamot Mega Plus. 
effectiveness has been documented in many scientific peer-reviewed publications. And as I said, as a result, it's something that uh, I can get behind. I'm excited about. I'm starting to recommend it to patients. So to learn more, visit bergamet.com. That is B-E-R-G-A-M-E-T.com or click on the Bergamet banner on our website. Hey, uh, welcome back. It's uh, Steve was our special guest. I, uh, again, Talk about the drug that you yeah, love, yeah, the, Drew. I, it's not a drug. It's, it's a supplement. It's a bergamot, B-E-R-G-A-M-E-T. And, uh, God, we're, we're are drugs only things that are man-made? What do you mean? What is the definition of drugs? I don't even know. The pharmaceutical agent versus the food. It, it, it foods are it, certain the levels, the pharmacological So what makes, kind of what makes morphine a drug if it comes it's out of pharma- opium? It's, no, it's non-physiological. Okay. I think I'd, say, I'd describe it that way. Anyway, if you go to the website, uh, bergamet.com, you can I think get, foods uh, are better than if, drugs. If you buy two, you get one free. And again, I'm, I am uh, persuaded this is a good product for people that have uh, elevated cholesterol, metabolic syndrome, and particularly if you're statin intolerant. So we're getting along the Stevo storyline, but yeah, what yeah, I want to know- Are you a fan of Lipitor? I take Vitorin oh, myself, yeah, because yeah, my, my cholesterol was always LDL 120, 140. No matter what I did- I take the I take a quarter of a tablet of Vitor, the lowest dose of Vitorin. My LDL seventy. It's ridiculous. What's LDL? I, it's the bad cholesterol. I oh, would yeah. I would take the bergamot if I were not on the Vitorin because it works very similar. It's very yeah, similar. I just got blood work and they said everything was cool. Yeah, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Why do you ask about Lipitor? Is your dad on Lipitor? My dad's on Lipitor. Yeah. yeah. The Lipitor yeah. is sort of the best one. It's the most most potent one. Yeah, I've had like low testosterone, but but now I'm gonna, now it's good. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. So like, did you t- feel it? Did you feel a difference? Yeah, I don't know. You know, like I, I was, I was plagued with fatigue for the longest time. I'm sure I complained to you about. Well, God, it. knocking, busting your nuts the way you did. Five. I'm surprised you have balls anymore. <laughs> well, right, but they but, just but, shrivel I'm not up talking away. about fatigue. Dog. I'm just saying. I'm saying your testosterone gets low, makes you fatigued. That does do that. Oh, okay. And, and well, if you had your balls squished too many times, they don't function normally. They won't squish right. so I, much I as kids. You know, I've been pretty selective about, <laughs> about like, I don't want to hit my balls all the time. You know, like, I, I reserve that for special occasions. Speaking of that, <laughs> speaking of that, uh, the, the, the sex addiction stuff, is that still the, something you're involved with? Or you know, like, uh, sure, absolutely. Um, I, 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 I'm to- totally on, like, and I'm, I'm frustrated in it, you know, because I was I, I did uh, as, as you know I did complete celibacy for over a year. Mm-hmm. In hindsight, I was exceptionally grumpy for over a year, <laughs> and that's about all I accomplished. I think no no, no affect emerge or anything, no feelings you couldn't have accessed otherwise, or no, I don't know, I don't think so. And then um, and then uh, the. And, and and I've tried to try to be in a couple relationships um, after that, and and just failed miserably. Why? Um, I don't know. I think I just chose relationships poorly. Um, but uh, but you know, in in one sense, uh, I do. I guess like a function of like the love addiction. Yeah, is that I get like really head over heels and and super crazy, and then and then sort of uh, a little or while into it, I just sort of pull out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so I've got that as a real pattern, and um, now where I'm at with it is just uh, I, I guess sort of you know my uh, 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 all things considered fairly liberal circle plan at this point you know like yeah. where uh, you know there's a just fairly liberal circle <laughs> plan I like that <laughs> we well, need sex with Emily here right but what I mean what I mean by that is that. Um, is the, the I just I just have rules that uh, you know rules of engagement mm. you know it's like any circle plan 
and um and I guess it's working pretty well for me at the moment. So let me ask you this. This is one of the themes of our show is about life. And what we're noticing is the millennials and the young adults and the 26 and 27. And you, you interface with them as fans. You interface them as sober people. You interface with them. Probably have cousins and nieces and nephews, right? How are you, Steve-O, the guy that kind of invented crazy trying to wise up and mentor 19 and 20 year olds um because i know you are because i know your heart is good and you want to help yeah i mean like mentor or, 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 like, are you seeing the problem we're seeing because he because you know steve keeps active people around him you know what i mean people want to go live the kind of lost r- lack of motivation i generation. um I, I mean, I certainly like if, if 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 like we're not like too uptight about you know talking about twelve step and sponsorship. No, no. I, uh, you know, I have a terrible track record with sponsors, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. You know, like I used to get kind of bent out of shape about it. Like, oh man, kids are coming to ask me to sponsor them for the wrong reasons. They just want to, you know, like you know. And so I do like whenever a kid asks me to uh, like sponsor them. I always uh, say, hey, sure, you know, as long as you don't identify me as your sponsor, you know, like it's just like That's I try a good to one. Ma- I never I heard ma- that rule. That's I, a good one. I just try to maintain my anonymity because basically I tell them I don't do this for credit. I don't want credit and I don't want hundreds of kids going around saying I'm their sponsor when I can't even remember their damn name because they yeah. never call, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So uh, I try to make that a rule uh, that uh, they don't identify they adhere me. to it. Uh, I mean, who knows? I, probably not. And uh, and who cares? You know, my sponsor told me, um, he said, hey, so my, my sponsor's great, by the way. He, you know, um, whenever I have a, a certain issue, oh, well, this or that, you know, and he's so quick to remind me there's only one book. There's not a special edition for special people. You know? <laughs> there's one book. I love you know? that. The same book for everybody. You know, <laughs> it's just the same book. So, um and uh, and and, and I, I'm encouraged to uh, to welcome people. You know, he says, "Hey, you know what? Like, maybe someone's going to come to you for the wrong reason. They're going to stick around for the right reason." Mm-hmm. And certainly, I got into recovery with uh, faulty motivation. You know, initially, uh, uh, there was definitely a carrot I saw dangling in the. You know, wow, like uh, all of this great stuff's going to come come out of this if i can you know if i get clean and sober the world's gonna owe me i'm gonna have all this opportunity it's gonna mm-hmm. be like a real resurgence of steve-o and and uh you know i just wouldn't put down the camera and i was you know and you, you remember me remember. Maybe like early sobriety i was a nightmare and i felt the same way that you just said about kids like yeah it's all right he's sober it's good sure um you know and and it was it was really in the steps that uh, I was introduced to really what a monster I had become, you know. <laughs> like when I when I put down on my resentment inventory, like like I, I, I really there were there were a bunch of names of people who I wrote down who had never done anything to harm me at all. Mm-hmm. They had done nothing but try to help me, and I had shit all over them. And then now here I am writing down their name, talking about I'm mm-hmm. mad at them. Th- that is and, a classic uh, addict move. Like, I oh, big time! It, 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 it was that is alcoholism yeah. in a nutshell. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was just so plain to. See see in in my step work that that I was just unwilling to accept responsibility for the mess that I had made and so it was just you know everywhere but me and I was just trying to blame everybody but myself and like and with the love and confrontation of my sponsor you know like he it was kind of like he was holding up a mirror and introduced me to like the fact that I was 
really like the thing, you know, like uh, I was the, you know, and and, and in all that and in the work that I did, I just really became so, uh, so desperate. Like, I I mean, I just decided I hated myself. I wound up in another psychiatric ward and in that psychiatric ward, like I was, you know, I remember reading about how the, uh, the 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 past of the history of every alcoholic is played or every alcoholic is played with the you know, specters of humiliation or whatever like yeah, yeah. and then the past everything that you've that you're so uh, you know, feel so guilty and ashamed of turns to become your your asset and perhaps your 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 only you know your gain insight right and it becomes the fire under your ass to to change and so. I, I came in with faulty motivation and I wound up, you know, sticking around for the steps introduced me to uh, why I really wanted needed to be into recovery. And, and so I, I just haven't had that happen with a lot of guys, you know. Well, yeah. well but the guys that you see, say when you go do your comedy, a bunch of guys must come up to you. Do you see kind of an apathy or a lack of passion for life in the, in, uh, in the young people? Because yeah, I, I would imagine maybe, you've now crossed two generations. Right. Maybe we're just getting right? exposed to a certain population. That's the other possibility. Huh? Right. And I, like, I think that like, it's tough for me to because uh, the, the the cross section of the you know population that I'm encountering it's forty you're to talking twenty. About kid, talking about kids that 20. have the, the kids that have the motivation to go to my show and then to stick around and yeah. like to wait. So by the time they meet me and they're talking to me, like we're we're talking about a different group of kids. <laughs> is <laughs> the right. screening I've process? Got, I, well, I mean, I don't know. I'm guessing <laughs> yeah, that, that uh, it, it takes some kind of uh, modicum of motivation. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm just I'm just flashing. Uh, Steve was talking about treatment. Uh, that one of the funniest moments I ever had was with your dad. Uh, I, I brought yeah. it up before. It was really just one of the funniest moments. Were you in the room then? It was you were Barry and looking at Bob, and, and your dad said, "Just goes, okay. I, I think what I need to do is I stop. <laughs> whatever, whatever you're going to say, it's not going to be good. <laughs> I just because I like, oh, just go to Alan. What? Probably. No, but I think we got to go, Ted. Whatever it is, I'm sure it's a good idea. But I promise you, it's going to be the exact opposite of what you need to do. Right. <laughs> Because even if it is the good idea, that's what codependents don't get. Even if it is the good idea, that it's coming from them. Right, so it's not it's good. Causes, it's the not causation good. of it is just all off kilter. Well, the thing about it, I remember checking into uh, to Los Encinas, um, and, uh, you know, we were like, a, you know, then initially the, the entrance, and we're in the little waiting room. And uh, my dad says, you know, like, like once we get this fixed, it's going to be great. Once this is behind us, yeah. I mean, it's some other way of saying it. And, 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 like, and I finally just snapped. I said, Dad, you know, and, and, you know, Dad, this doesn't get fixed. Don't put this behind me. I'm a drug addict, Dad. I'm always going to be a drug addict. It's never going to change. This is going to be, and the fact that you're married to mom for 25 years and you still don't understand that is disgusting. <laughs> and if I'm going to be as serious about this as I am, then then you need you need to be serious about it too. So you have to go to Al-Anon. You have to promise you're going to go to Al-Anon. Otherwise, you're going to sabotage everything. It's going to be nuts. And I shouldn't even check in. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that was down in our office. I swear you said that something like that again. Down well, down yeah, down and, 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 and I, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit, with hindsight, impressed that, uh, you know, that coming into it, that I, that I was as aware of, yep. of, of, of like what well listen do you remember the conversation we had backstage at uh, Adam Carolla's talk show 
I think oh. it was. I think it was before you smashed well, the no, table. No, I, I, no, it was after I smashed the table because they had you there as a backup oh. guest because they because they, they didn't trust if, what was going to happen. Right. They, you, you were you were a backup. Standing by. You were, you were a stand stand in yeah. uh, backup guest and slash babysitter slash <laughs> ER tech. <laughs> <laughs> So, right. is, do you know this story? Uh-uh. No, I've seen the table thing. Yeah, where he, he <laughs> t- flips Adam over and breaks the table. And and, and that table thing wasn't like a, a you did sign. It at the map dinner too, and they freaked out. Um, the the, uh, the the it wasn't like the the sign of the end. I mean, like that was so deliberate. The table thing. No, no but backstage, you and I had a conversation where you showed tremendous insight. You went, "I know." I you, I was just sort of you know, like, what, 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 what about Bastille? How about if? And you're like, <laughs> you're like, going, look. I understand what you're saying. When I'm gonna, when I'm ready to do this, I will do this and I will do it all the way. But I ain't doing that right now. I was like, okay, wow. that, to me it, that was insightful. I, then I, I don't remember that conversation, as well, but, I, <laughs> but, but I, just, right. I distinctly remember um, your email uh, asking me if if I wanted to be a part of the first season oh. of Celebrity Rehab. Yeah, and. Um, and uh, I, I, I remember being so proud of myself. I, like, I remember the, my response word for word. If, if, it, if it wasn't exactly this, it was certainly the gist. I wrote back to Dr. Drew. I said, Drew, I have, I have far too much respect for the recovery process to make a mockery of it on television. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so glad I said no. I was, that, that's one of those situations, again, where they're twisting your arm. You know, we're watching this, this series that talks about how rally producers manipulate people. God damn, they just put my thumbs in screws to do that. And I, that was well, one, those were my, what, was one, you but you should know it was, one, it was like, one of my lows. It was one of my lows. Of course, in my life. Uh, of course, and I get that. And uh, and if, and if, not because I didn't think it would help you, I think, but because you're my friend, kind of well, too. Of course. And I was like, oh, that's not right. It's not right. Uh, uh, of course, and um, and thank God I, I, I didn't do it because I don't think it would have been healthy for me. No, but um, but it, but I don't I, think you should you should um, really. I, mean, I don't know. You can you can sort of feel however you want about yeah. it, but the way I look at your involvement is that it's like okay, well, this was going to happen anyway, yeah. and Doctor Drew just brought into it like his integrity to to help the situation as much as he could. That you was know? my plan. There was by there's no like uh, we just had a call, and I've heard this that that call on the, the podcast the other day. People. Hunt, Hundreds of people have told me that they got sober because of watching that show and inspired oh, yeah? them to watch that show. <laughs> it's the craziest lot, thing because yeah. all it was was just chaos. Yeah, but oh, somehow addicts were able to identify with it somehow. Yeah, yeah. this guy just just called. Well, it also, us. it also made treatment look less. Scary, scary and more accessible yeah. like yeah. accessible the uh this the latest incarnation of it of the Irwin Entertainment. <laughs> This is what the couples but, show. No, they had the couple show, and then now, and then they got Bam on it. That Bam, my jackass buddy Bam Margera. It's on the couple uh, show, but it's not the. It's a spinoff of the couple show called Family Therapy. Oh boy! And oh so they God. had uh, Bam and his mom. Is it aired they had or Michael it's just and Dina shot. Lohan? It just ran the course, and I watched Michael the whole thing. and Dina Lohan. Michael and Dina Lohan, like that's the, all our former clients. Not Bam, we right? No, and and who else? They had uh, this. I, I love New York, Tiffany. Oh with, yeah, you know her and her yeah. mom. Wow, was that something else? They had Damon Dash and his brothers. I mean, it's, it's compelling TV, but the problem is with any kind of television like that is that meaningful recovery and entertaining television are two anathema. They're they're mutually exclusive concepts. You cannot have one and the other happening at the same time. Yeah. Um, 
so uh, so in any case, I don't know. It's uh, and and they had like oh my god, it was I just felt this this lady that Dr. Jen who does it, you know, I felt bad for her. Like when the one episode came on and they had like all the clients like with like sledgehammers like destroying everything and that you know like we know enough in the world of therapy to know that like that that uh like baseball bat you know the, the soft baseball yeah. bat kind of thing yeah. like we like, did like, that on celebrity rehab. I forgot that we did with that the one. Car. We yeah. car. We yeah. did the sledgehammers on the car. Sledgehammers on the car. It's like <laughs> any kind of physical, physical yeah. violent destruction. Look at his face right now. Look at his eyes, Steve. I, I we, we, we are yeah. so... He had blocked it out. <laughs> yeah. We are so far past that in the world of therapy no, that, to no, understand it's, it, that it, that's, it, that's not helpful. Not, not helpful, but evocative and bad. Yeah, it's totally bad. people up yeah. too much. Super, super Here's not what good. does. Two reactions. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I didn't do it, but Luisha was in charge of it somehow or yeah, something. Yeah, I can't remember. And so they're doing it some clients are coming to me going i don't i'm not that ang- i don't want to do it i'm like i don't right. they're not they couldn't stir <laughs> up the anger and then the ones that could holy fuck what are we gonna do with them now yeah. <laughs> yeah. these people gotta right. go back to the unit yeah. <laughs> right uh, i felt terrible for crazy Oof. yeah oh man but um oh well i think we should took the sledgehammer to it she wanted to get some out i was probably that's how we got to the point where they were not allowed to speak to me None of the producers. Right, you didn't okay. go to it. No, I think I did. Because it was super hot. Yeah. I, had, I you had to put glasses on. I wouldn't stay was what it was. I was like, I, I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> That's so crazy. Right. Dude, I would just stand there just like, this is rad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you liked it? No, it's just like, it's so crazy. I just can't. I don't. You feel like you're on acid. Like, this is so crazy. I know real treatment. I know what we're trying to do with these people, and I'm trying to do it 24 hours a day. And then this is just like some at that wild, point, crazy at, thing. At that we sort of compartmentalized. We went, all right, let's look at it as sort of recreation. Remember that? We were yeah, like, yeah. all right, we'll go out and do an outing. We'll let them exert themselves. But I was shocked by how many people couldn't muster up the anger, which I thought, if there's a therapist here that knows what they're doing, they should be dealing with this. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd like not not muster up anger. That sounds great. Yeah, go ahead and don't muster it up. <laughs> Sweet, we're making progress. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to get on TV? Muster up. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's terrible. I can't believe they did that again. It's too much. You know, Jason Waller was on, and I work with him now down in Laguna, and he was sober when he came on, right? And so he was trying to... to I'm not pre- sure I know who that is. He's a guy from the Hills and OC uh, okay. and all that. Guy. So he was... He was he was sober, but didn't have a lot of insight about sobriety. But he was sober a couple of months when he came on, and so he was trying. He was talking the talk, not necessarily walking the walk or experienced it, but he was talking the talk, and and he was not on the show at all. So he would he was doing the right thing. He was doing his journaling. He was doing the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And he loved saying he was just wall yeah. wallpaper, sure. right? Because he was just doing what doing he was supposed the work. to be doing. Yeah, it's boring. Yeah. Recovery is boring in reality. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is boring. It's like watching paint dry. <laughs> For sure. But is Bam okay from that experience? Or was it uh, neither here nor there? Yeah, I think... Uh, I mean, how he really feels about it, it may, you know, it's, it's tough to say, but he seemed pretty fine, fine about yeah. it. Well, but the thing about that kind of self-help TV that I've come to realize over the years is you can compartmentalize as the client, as the BAM, and say, oh, it's just television. 
Like, there's another rapper right. that I talked to that counseled after he did the couple show. And he's just like, that's just television. That was just bullshit. I go, well, no, actually, if it was anything like Celebrity Rehab, there was a lot of real stuff going on when the cameras weren't. Oh, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was real stuff going on when we were there. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like, do you understand? Because the people were there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. For three weeks, four How weeks. about, wait, what was her name, Amber Smith? Yeah, she, she did great. really well. Oh, my gosh, yeah, she did great. Good. Yeah. Amazing. Uh-huh. Amazing. And Jenny and Jenny Ketchum just got her PsyD. Jenny was Penny Flame, the sex addict, and she was a porn star. Okay. And we treated her. And she's, There's also, a lot of people doing she's alcohol, good. Alcohol, that's alcohol, a, that's alcohol another marijuana. thing about this whole thing. There's a lot of people doing good. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. But like she just I got her side either. I see them all the time, yeah. and and it's just like you know. But anybody terrible thing goes on. Somebody gets arrested. Somebody right. uh, dies, and it's the top of the food chain entertainment. Yeah. You know right. what do you think of all this terrorism? I wondered what Steve-O's take on terrorism. Oh is. my god, man! Your dad <laughs> made me read a scary book ten years ago. All right, yeah. Ten years ago, he told me it was going to get terrible. Oh my God! You know, like this this uh, past Sunday morning, um, you know, waking up to the news about the Orlando shooting, I just got frustrated, and I and I just and I tweeted just two words: "Fuck guns, fuck guns." Oh, you got and, attacked like crazy? Uh, yeah, I couldn't Fucking even. Crazy. I, and I've never been in. I've never inserted myself into the discussion. That's so just I, two so, words. That's not much yeah, of an insert, right? But still, but still, I just could not. I mean, I, kn- I knew America was fucked up. I knew America was fucked up, but like to see the responses and how like overwhelmingly there was there just wasn't any like yeah fuck guns like there was all, all fuck the people who have the, fuck the people who use the guns you know or, like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck the people like like you know like no and, it, and it's like it's just like wow you know like and so I just deleted it and then uh, and then uh, but still I was like did you no, feel like, like a push for deleting it then I, you want to put I, it back no, up what, no, but, but, but but I didn't want to I was happy to delete it you but, but I was like but, it and then go back <laughs> double. Fuck guns. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but, but then what I wanted to do is uh, I was like, you know what? And 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 uh, and, and I, I, I then I posted a link to this to this fantastic Jim Jeffries bit about gun control. Oh yeah, I, I got that. I think I got on, that, and I reposted it. Yeah, you posted that. Uh, but he, he's been doing that bit for like three years. Well, yeah, it came Same. out on his special in yeah. 2014. Yeah, and that's uh, the Australian guy, right? Yeah, yeah. he's, he's a friend of ours. so amazing. He's fantastic, and God bless him. And uh, we should post that on. The this life part, sure, yeah. Oh, well, Jim, will, Jim will come in here, but Jim's a friend oh, of ours. We got to do it. I love Jim Susan. Jeffries. You going? Oh, he's next. Oh, he's next. So oh, you well. want to come when he's here? You can come. Uh, oh, okay. He, wait, he's next here t- tonight. No. no, no. <laughs> we got to get him next. Get oh, him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just give him my love because I'm fucking okay. so impressed by that guy. He's a great guy on all levels. I just love his. I love his comedy and I love all of it. And so I posted this link, and then that, even then, like people are like, oh, God, "This is bullshit. Why don't you go move to Australia then?" <laughs> <laughs> no more guns, I. No more guns, I. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right, right, fair enough. That makes sense. <laughs> Fuck you, I like my guns. No my guns. <laughs> you know, and uh, and so it I'm really just like, is amazing. It's that just, even in Australia they could do something about it, but. Right, and so it's just like the the dynamic is so fucking scary because, 
You know, well, do you that, watch where you go? You, you look. You, oh, you, I mean, you, I don't fucking care, man. You know, like uh, I, I have like a pretty morbid, like sort of macho kind of outlook on it. Like someone's gonna shoot me, I'm just glad that I fucking kicked some ass first. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, go ahead and shoot me, whatever. I don't care. Um, but uh, and, and I remember too thinking, kind of thinking that, like, oh well, you know. But um. But but the, the dynamic of like the the NRA culture and then like all these homegrown like whether they're jihadists or just spree shooters you know yeah, but there's yeah. a and the thing about it like more than the NRA culture but what really makes it like a, a perfect storm is the fucking media and how much they just glorify this that like the, it's the media coverage that like that just makes becoming a mass shooter well, so anger, appealing. My anger, and then I got attacked last week. So about 50 drug addicts overdose and die every day. So, And they've been covering this Orlando thing, and it's terrible and horrible and hideous. Sure. But, you know, 3,000 Americans have died of drug overdoses in the time we've been covering this. Sure. You know what I mean? And nobody covers that at all because they're drug addicts and they yeah. fucking deserve what they get. Right. And they're fucking, they're, well, and because, they're yeah, because there's not a, 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 you can't put a photo and, and yeah. that you can't celebrate the drug, you there's know, no like in, in this, in this, like, you know, every mass shooting, it's like every fucking channel, everywhere you look and, and, and you're looking at a picture of the guy and, and as information comes in, you learn everything there is to know about this fucking guy. We never learn anything about the victims. We just learn everything there is know about the well, shooter which Anderson makes it that Cooper's much more trying appealing. to do that Anderson Super's trying to do that but it's a little bit like the guy that does good in the therapy TV show <laughs> right right <laughs> <laughs> you're not here to say it right but, yeah but you're, you know you're what? exactly Did right you see so. the other Twitter feed or the and, Facebook and, thing that it's not the biggest mass shooting in American history Wounded knee is the biggest mass shooting in America. Well, history. you know what? Like that—that's that, that's a shame because because now they've said it enough. The biggest mass shooting. So how many fucking assholes that are just falling to the category of people that you were talking about before that don't have any motivation? They're, they're not, you know, they're 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 just not motivated. These these kids that you're talking about, and they're just kind of like, okay, well, I know I'm a loser. I know that I can't do much else about being a loser, and so I could be an unknown loser. Or I could be like epic, go down in the world of it, the, the the books of history. I think epic there's loser. a little bit of that. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's a big component of this Orlando thing in that. In what? It, what he's saying. Yeah, what, what, like, what, what, what Bob gonna, was talking about I'm initially. Gonna, the, the guy didn't even know what jihadist movement he was a part of. <laughs> <laughs> like a retard jihadist. Yeah, but you you know his story, right? It's it's bad. Uh, I mean, in third grade, he was trying to kill other kids. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was suspended from high school forty-eight times. Yeah, I know. His dad oh, was he. Um, his dad believed. Oh, just a domestic violence repeatedly. His dad believed that uh, he's running. A, that the dad himself is running a shadow government in Afghanistan, and he doesn't just celebrate the Taliban. He is an enthusiast for the Taliban, and it infected this kid who's not well with all that. So bullshit. biology or, or environment. Well, I'm sure that'd be the shit out of him. Dad's delusional. Dad's, you know, right. And and, and I don't know. I just a lot I just of us get this shit beat out of us by our dads. We don't do and, that. And don't tell you we're doing this because the America's bombing Afghanistan. So I have to turn you into a warrior, man. And like, so, so this, the fucking media makes it just. I, I feel like just so appealing. But you and then. But you use the media when you have a message. Of, of course, yeah, of course. And 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 you and, see uh, what Steve did a couple of six months. Yeah, ago? Yeah, Drew knows all about that. We, we've we've talked we've the, talked the, about the that one. Thing, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Now I did a, a, an interview the other day, and it was just. just or that, which, which one you been? You still in trouble for San Diego, or you got the? the no, the, the San crane. Diego was nothing. The the, crane. I didn't. I, I paid two hundred and thirty nine dollar fine okay. and never heard about the Hollywood San Diego one. Was again. the big one, right? The Hollywood one. But uh, I did this interview and the other day. Tried to bribe you to come down there no. and let the let the killer whales go. <laughs> no, that'd be a smart move on their part. Ah, uh, they're gonna let them all go. You know that they're gonna let them go. They got to put them into some kind of a sanctuary. Yeah, they're not. They can't. No, I know. They can't. But there are sanctuaries down in South Florida. I thought that that it's enclosed, but it's actually as close to nature as I, they I, would be. I, I haven't heard about them actually physically letting them go. I knew that they're gonna. Um, they're they're not going to breed anymore, and so the ones they have will be the last. Yeah. But um, but I, I don't know about them letting letting them go. But now, so I did this interview the other day, and it was you know for a documentary called uh, The Hero's Journey, and it's all about Ooh, Joseph um, Campbell. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. And it's all about sort of like the ego, and they're, they're talking a lot about Eckhart Tolle and stuff, and um and and uh and, and social media and sort of the the you know the de-evolution of our society with you know uh all all this it's basically like a celebrity obsession and like social media represents like like the complete backwards progress and yep. and you know it's like yep. the the, the, the it's, it's crazy everybody's so worried about their how many likes they get and yep. all the anxiety and, and and you know and like I'm totally part of this culture and so I identify with that so much but they were telling me um, that like uh, suicide and depression is just skyrocketing suicide just absolutely skyrocketing and I don't well, know. White middle-aged males. Oh yeah, white middle-aged males is where it's really going nuts. Man, uh, and, and I think the white middle-aged male and the disaffected young men are the same. Something's going on there. I don't know what exactly. What's a disaffected young man? The, the, the nineteen-year-olds with no motivation, drift, oh. drifting, <laughs> drifting, drifting. Okay, I, so I, you were drifting, but you were motivated. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I, I was. I, I was. <laughs> it's a lack of motivation. But Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey. I love that story. the 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 power of myth. You ever seen that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. You've what. lived it. Okay. Well, well cool. But but the, uh, the I mean, I just think that so so now, like, if, if we factor in that, okay, so suicide and depression is skyrocketing. You've got disaffected, like people are inclined. Once, like, you're already thinking about suicide, like. Why not fucking try to break the record and be the new biggest mass shooter? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if, if if we got more people killing themselves, I think the emphasis on then, numbers, Drew, well, comes but, from the media. But I think the other thing, what Steve was getting at, which is that the if if you're so if life is so unmeaningful to you that you can kill yourself, it's not a large. Right, leave not a big to leave. want to kill other people. Right, and 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 you know, with the celebrity obsessed culture, and you know, the, yeah, you become the, an instant celebrity right the, away. The ease, the the how easy it is to get the guns, and the promise of being the most famous person in the world for days on end. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, there's just like a lot of different ingredients that. Uh, yeah, me and Jim, I was just pulling. That yeah, out. just love that guy, man. I just absolutely love that guy. Um, and, and it's just like, and, and it's like Jim, you know, when I was posting and, and I posted the thing and I saw him, he, he showed up on Twitter right there said, saying, I just give up. I just give up. You guys have let this happen and it's never going to end. Who you said know? that? Jim Jeffries. The he morning of the morning that the news was coming in about Orlando. He says, you guys have let this happen and it's just not going to end. And I just give it up. It is not going to end. Do you However, see it ending? He, no. 
I think it's you know that the NRA, I looked it up, they only give like $4.7 million a year to Congress. Why don't we give them $5 million not to listen to them? I mean, I, I don't know. But I, I, I mean, don't just understand. Like, you can't, I, like, wouldn't you think that it's just tens and millions? Well, I guess there's lobbyists is a whole other category. But direct to re-election campaigns of con- congressional uh, members, $4.7 million. It's not that much money. There's limits on it. Right. But there's lobbyists that yeah. somehow represent yeah. multi yeah, you just, millions uh, of dollars. It's America's just not going to pull out of the gun thing. No. It's just not. It's just not. No. So my Wait. thought, I know, follow me. I'm a junkie. Right. <laughs> All, right? All right. If the NRA and Big Pharma are controlling things financially, we just need to get other interests to up the ante. Yeah, but there's no money in boring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about, you know, let's get some baseball teams to kick in. Like we don't like it. All right, we're gonna take a little break, be right back. All right, bye. <laughs> I'm getting involved with the advisory board on an organization called Heal, H E A L, and they have an app. It's called Heal App, H E A L. And these guys promise a physician at your home within two hours. And it is $99 all in. And most insurances cover it. These physicians are carefully selected by our team. They are all board certified so we can vouch for them. And everyone we know that has used this product is just beside themselves happy. Do not go to an ER. Do not go to an urgent care. If you're in a city covered by Heal, click Heal. $99. Someone will be there. And people don't understand that what you really want is just a physician to use their judgment to tell you what this is. Is it serious? Is it not? The treatments are often simple. There is just simply today, unless there's a real emergency, no reason to go to the ER. And I would suggest even going to an urgent care when you're feeling bad and need help. Why do that? And by the way, that's much more expensive. Sounds too good to be true. It is not. This is an opportunity. Check out the Heal app. Hey, we're back. And uh, I, I don't know what other interests you're talking about. Well, There's no, so what, many other interests out there. Yeah, why no wouldn't idea. GE? Why, okay, I know a lot of big leaders of the industry are yeah, yeah, just we'll get, as disgusted we'll by this. <laughs> why doesn't Sumner Redstone, to do a little PR for himself, <laughs> give $10 million to Congress? Just start upping the ante. I don't know. Yeah, let's get the carrot lobby. <laughs> Dude, there's multiples of billions of dollars in carrots, Steve. Don't make fun of carrots. I one time I had a client. The guy, the, the guy was the king of strawberries. I had a lot of dough. That's awesome. But, but oh, well, what, I, what are you looking forward to? What's coming up? Where, where can we see you? Where can people find you? Ah, um, man, you know, like my big thing was the the comedy special that I was promoting with you on Loveline. Who knew that I was sneaking into Loveline right under the wire? I know, right? <laughs> I didn't know either. Oh yeah, I, I knew. It, I knew was, it was sort of there was trouble, but I, I didn't was, realize it was imminent. I was just flabbergasted. I mean, I knew that Loveline had essentially turned into a. Were podcast. you the last guest? I wasn't quite the last guy, but Maybe not far off. Six weeks before we stopped, eight oh, weeks. Okay. Yeah, okay, and then nowhere near. But <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but that's no, a, a show that's 35 years. That's near, you right, know what I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> was Eddie Ift going to be a, a co-host? No, uh, I mean, what were they doing with putting people in there at the end? I have no idea what they were doing. Because uh, I was under the impression that, uh, that he was... Um, he, he, he sat in three nights. Right, okay. But I don't know. If there, there was no so audition. Boy, remember, like, I, I sat in a few nights and then I announced. <laughs> what is that? The, at the oh. uh, the K-Rock's um, uh, Christmas party? Acoustic Christmas. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, and, and, and I announced. Oh. Did you sit on oh, the I, did, I blocked someone in. Yeah, I'm the Ford Fusion Hybrid. 
Electric? Oh, is it, I wonder, did I sit on the thing? Oh, you sat on the alarm. There it goes. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry about Dogs that. Dogs are barking. Horns are t- honking. Um, now, what's so that? I, no, that's your car now. Mine? There we go. Something's going Sorry, on. Man. So, yeah, but in, in any case, see, I did my comedy special. I got my comedy tour dates. I, I like They're all on Stevo.com if Stevo. anybody's com. interested. Sorry. Everybody's and, uh, interested. There's no one. Steve, take a compliment. <laughs> Well, thanks, anytime man. your name, anytime the mention of your name, people smile. Well, I appreciate that a lot, man. Uh, I really do. And um, you know, I've 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 uh, got written a movie that, uh, that I'm working on getting made. And awesome! So I'm excited. What's about it about? That. Can you tell? Yeah, it's like a um, guy with a loose circle, <laughs> <laughs> liberal circle. No, it, start, it, it ends with the liberal circle. It starts with him. Being, being a guinea pig for medical research. God, uh, that's a great movie. That's a great it's, art. Uh, that's a character yeah. art. It's, 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 it's uh, like uh, running from the law. I'm kidding. I, I got a, I'm a guy that, what, that uh, in the beginning of the movie, I'm going to go uh, visit my grandma. And uh, and 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 she's gonna say, "Look, you take this wedding ring. If you lose this girl, you have you're you're an idiot, and, and you this you you propose to her, and uh, and and I'm gonna like uh, the the ring's gonna be stolen by these thugs and 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 whatever. I'm gonna find in their pawn shop, and I'm gonna knock the guy out of the pawn shop, steal the ring, and uh, and and you know." Antics ensue. When, 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 I, when I run out of the pawn shop, someone's going to be getting into their car. I'm going to throw them out of their car and steal their car to get away with the ring. But I'm gonna, it's going to be in reverse. And I don't realize I'm going to jam it through the window. Uh, you know, it'll be all like the gags. Too, Have you ever you know? seen? Doesn't Buster and, Keaton and, has a movie I'm, like that? I'm gonna I'm gonna drive away, and as as I drive away, the cops are on me, and they're chasing me over a bridge. I'm gonna put the car in cruise control, climb out the window oh. while it drives itself, and then stand yeah. on the and dive off the bridge, Ooh. off the moving car. So I'll actually get away, but I'll have committed enough crimes. You can do the stunt. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do every stunt. Oh, yeah. see, that's the Buster Keaton thing. Yeah, Bob. It's gonna be like Buster Jackie Keaton Chan movie kind of where deal. he has yeah. to get married by noon. Yeah, but he did all his Remember, own have stunts. you ever seen it? You got to watch yeah. it, Steve. Right. Okay. It's a Buster Keaton movie where it's similar. He has to get married by noon, and the cops are chasing him. And okay, uh, you got to see it. I'm gonna get away from the cops, but the thing is that I'll have committed enough crimes in my crime spree. That like I'm, that uh, I'm I'm kind of you know on all the news and you know sort of a viral like wow we haven't seen a criminal this dumb before so everybody <laughs> everybody knows I'm wanted and so everywhere I go I have to uh, as I work my way back to propose to my girl uh, I, I gotta sort of take on impromptu disguises to evade capture and and so I'm running from the law trying to get to my girl and it's sort of a road trip movie and then when I do get to the girl the cavalry kind of comes in and Ooh. you get married and then you go I to jail like, yeah I'm gonna have to go to jail for a little bit first but, <laughs> but yeah I'll get married it's a it's a peewee a little bit yeah very yeah. much peewee Thelma and Louise yeah Blues Brothers yeah what's it called uh, yeah, I don't, don't know. know yet working title is Daryl Hecht Daryl Heck is that the character? Yeah, I like that. It's a real Daryl. I like Daryl. <laughs> Anybody who names their kid Daryl. <laughs> they always have a mullet. Whoever they are. Yeah, my buddies and I are always like, well, "What a Daryl." <laughs> <laughs>
That boy's not a Daryl. He's a derelict. <laughs> That's why his last name is Hecht. Daryl <laughs> Daryl Hecht. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I'm really excited about it. So, so we're we're all re- huh? all right, Bobby. No, won't stop. We can wrap this thing up. Such they, a baby. I know my dog keeps loving Stevo. Such a baby. He will lick your head off. Let's go to get home. Let's, let's I gotta get Whatever we fucked up and didn't promote when, when we started. Uh, I think we're good. Just uh, check, click on the Amazon banner. Check out the people who support did, us. Did you want to throw in an ad for Subutex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need more Suboxone in America. There's not enough guns. Here's the thing. There's not enough guns in America, and there's not enough Suboxone. Right. right. We're, we're running out of these things. Right, yeah. More guns, more Suboxone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I remember what, like uh, on our second, um, we, we had this Jackass two point five, and there was a bit where uh, Preston was really Preston, the big fat guy, was really scared to do something. You know, on on one day, and it was like sort of overcast, and he was too scared. But then on the second day, he did the same thing, and and but he took some Xanax, and the sun came out, and he was ready to go. Oh, <laughs> and as they put it together, they, they cut it with me. Said, "When the chips are down and life really sucks, Xanax." <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? The reason I like 3D so much was because you were having real feelings. Oh, for sure. You were like, "Oh, oh man, Steve was freaked for, for, sure. for sure." Because he yeah. wasn't loaded anymore, he was right. actually somebody was actually throwing a can hit a baseball bat at his balls. He knew that was not going to feel good. <laughs> right. Hello. Uh, well, it's great to see you always. Uh, yes. man, always. I love Pleasure, you. I love man. You both. Love you guys. All right. See you next time. See you later.
Stay with me.